1: Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Pat is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and I am Jen Rizak alongside. Nearly nine out of ten Americans are planning to travel this summer, despite what's going on with inflation, pushing prices higher on just about everything people still planning to travel but higher prices are causing us to modify our plans but what does travel have to do with planning for retirement more than you might think and we'll get to that here in just a second we're so glad you're here with us today (laughs) pat pleasure to sit down with you this is going to be a fun conversation as we start off the show but i hope you're doing great this week travel plans do you have any this summer i should ask
0: well i do and you know. Nothing crazy, you know, oh, okay. but um, it's so interesting coming out of the pandemic mm-hmm. and, you know, every single year, like what, what are people deciding to do and which direction are they going? And, I, you know, I think there's so many factors that affect that. And there's sometimes you're you're looking for somewhere that you think is going to be crowded and it's not so bad. And then there's places where you think it's going to be not so bad and it's right. impossible to go. So right. it's <laughs> it is kind of fascinating and uh, excited to talk about this today.
1: Yeah, it is interesting to see what happens with trends and travel. The U.S. Travel Association says of people who do plan to travel this summer, and it's kind of fun to see how many people who are because for the past couple of summers, it's been a little bit low, but 25% are traveling but fewer trips. If maybe they would typically do a couple, they might only be doing one. 25% are going a shorter distance. So a lot of people are staying domestic also, Pat. There's a little bit less international Mm. travel that's planned right now. Um, 19% are traveling fewer days and 16% are driving instead of flying. And I'll tell you, those are my people, the road trippers of America. <laughs> Man, you're talking to a road trip queen right here, Pat. That is my jam. Love it. <laughs> Love the road trips. I'll be honest. I
0: mean, you have like a flock of kids. I, I know. mean, that's complicated. I know. You know? Well,
1: yeah, we have a flock, but we have to stay on the ground. We can't be flying with that many with that Well, that many makes kids. sense. Yeah. <laughs>
0: No, it, it's interesting because I think on the one hand, you know, there's been, uh, things we've looked for, uh, like the beach, for example, mm-hmm. you know, we're not that far away and, uh, it was very hard to find things there. So I wonder if a lot of people within a few hours of the beach are saying, yes. Hey, let's just, you know, let's book time there to be, you'd be able to do something fun and get away, but be a shorter distance. But I will say we have, you know, I, I don't know how many people are, are technically, you know, RVing around the country mm-hmm. but, or people that are, you know, they're, they would know, a lot of our clients like to do the, National parks and things like that, yep. and man, the gas prices. Um, if you're thinking about long distance and or in something that's a gas guzzler, that's a real effect right now. So it's going to be interesting to see. You know, hopefully, hopefully those prices will come down. But that's something that's affected. You know, budgets for some of our clients right. as well as far as their vacation planning. So th- these are the very real concerns that have to be dealt with.
1: And I think that brings us to our first comparison when we talk about travel and preparing for retirement because you talk about things like gas prices we're seeing inflation have an impact on our behavior as consumers and as travelers and so it's very real for us Let's talk about how that could play out in the future in retirement. You think about inflation having that immediate effect and it's changing our behavior, but we don't want it to completely derail and upend our plans for retirement. So how do we tackle that?
0: Yeah, I think um, you know, inflation is one of those... It's, it's a difficult concept to wrap your arms around a lot of the time. And most of the time, it's not in the news, you know, right. like it is these right. days, certainly. Uh, but that's one of the reasons that in my first book, Save Your Retirement, I, you know, identified seven villains and inflation is one of them. And I called him the invisible enemy, which, by the way, when I hired a cartoonist, he was very upset with me. He said, well, you can't have an invisible cartoon. And I was like, well, <laughs> what do I do that's your this? job. You'll have to figure it out. you know." <laughs> so, so yeah, so that was, uh, it, it's something that just kind of creeps up on you. And how do you plan for That? Well, the boring answer is you do plan for it, of course. So, you know, we want to make sure you have a written retirement income plan before retiring if we can, or if you've already retired, we want to build that as soon as possible. Part of that is determining where's your income going to come from? Social security, pensions, nest egg, things like that. But also, what are the expenses going to be so you can enjoy the retirement that you've been waiting for for so long? And that's where we not only are looking at your expenses, but also how do we project you know, how those are going to increase over time? And of course, you know, no one can do that perfectly, but what we want to do is we want to try to figure out how to how to budget for that. And that's just like travel planning, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, we want to, we want to be able to plan ahead for where we're going. We want to be able to try and find a way to budget as much as possible, what it's going to cost and then figure out where's the money going to come from to fund that. And, you know, that's whether you're still working or, you know, we have a lot of retired clients that those are discussions that we have at our, at our, you know, when we're doing progress, updates with them, uh, try to figure out, do they have the right amount of income coming in to be able to enjoy that lifestyle? Or do they need, you know, some type of increase because those types of things are getting more expensive right now.
1: Pat, I love those comparisons when you talk about how do we budget for retirement and what do we need to think about and those concepts, how they can be applied to retirement planning. Another one that I saw, because you can find all sorts of articles on travel planning and, and how to save for that as well as retirement, but one of the ones that I saw about travel was Get Serious About Budgeting but for all your expenses, not just your vacation. And I think that's a really good one to think about, Pat, when it comes to how do we create that budget? It's so easy to focus on certain areas. Maybe for our retirement, we're only thinking about the budget for the trips and all the fun things, but we need to think about more than just that when it comes to that spending plan for our retirement.
0: Well, uh, that's true, Jen. And you know, when we're thinking about the retirement of your dreams, of course, where we need to start with is what's it going to cost? Mm -hmm. And this is where uh, we believe so firmly, and that's why we call our retirement plans custom-built retirement plans, is because no two families are the same. And this is where it really comes down to different strokes for different folks. And what I mean by that is when we uh, are having our first meetings with someone, when they hire us, one of the things we're going to talk about is how much are you spending or how much would you want to spend in retirement? And on one end of the spectrum, you have someone who says, I have no idea. (laughs) You know what I mean? I just kind of spend what I spend. And then you have at the other end of the spectrum, the person that has the spreadsheet with the different tabs for every category of their budget. And, um, you know, there's all different variations in between. And so one of the things I do want to urge is you're exactly right, Jen. It's important to understand budgeting all your expenses. But we also understand if you're on that one extreme end of the spectrum, we're not expecting you, to fly all the way to the other side and become, hmm. you know, this person that's the detailing, right. all those kinds of things. Right. So so that's where our planners can work with you with a type of style that fits for you. And the bottom line is what we're trying to figure out is if we can create a written retirement income plan. That can tell us not only how much it's going to cost to do the types of things that you want to do in your retirement, to live the life that you want, but also where is the money going to come from to support that? And how do we make sure we cover the taxes? How do we make sure it covers inflation so that you still have the buying power over time? And that's what we do. That's, that's, it might sound crazy, but we love doing that. And most importantly, we love the confidence and the peace of mind that can give our clients. And if you don't have a written retirement income plan, or if you're not sure if you have one, or if it's up to date, call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. Looking at your retirement income strategy and helping you build that, we call it a retirement income analysis. It's something we offer to listeners of the show at no cost and no obligation. All you have to do is call us now at 803-9-RETIRE.
1: Talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and I am Jen Rizak alongside. Now, there are some new travel trends emerging as a result of the pandemic. I, I think I may have alluded to this earlier, but you know, people are starting to use travel agents more now because that was a mm-hmm. thing that was very outdated for a while, Pat. Mm-hmm. We were all sure. going to whatever, you know, online booking sites or whatever. But there's all these concerns about flight cancellations and borders being closed and COVID vaccine restrictions changing and hotel policies changing. So there's a lot more to keep track of. So people are seeking the help with travel arrangements. People weren't doing this before the pandemic, but now getting professional help has become important again what can we learn from this trend in the world of retirement planning? And how would you translate that to what you do as far as being that person who can help you with those arrangements in your retirement?
0: Yeah, if you think about, uh, it's, it's such a great analogy. If you think about prior to the internet, everyone generally used a travel agent, you know, or they could do it themselves. But it was, I remember my mom would literally go to the library, you know, get books and things like that. Uh, but travel agents were so common. And then the internet, Uh, Came around and you know that started to disappear and a trend of that increasing is so interesting. It's such a great parallel for retirement planning because Mm -hmm. of the fact that uh, it was very difficult to do yourself prior to the internet. You could go to the library and maybe you know kind of pull the Wall Street Journal and get the ticker numbers and things like that, or I guess you could watch it on on the bottom of the scroll on TV. Uh, And then it became so much easier with the internet. And what we have found, Jen, is when i started my career i thought uh, my job was going to be to give someone all of the perfect financial advice and that was going to be what they wanted from us and what, what we've learned over time is that's not what anybody i mean sure that's a nice thing to have mm-hmm. but that's not the reason to hire a retirement planner the two reasons i would say is first of all um, do you want to be managing your finances in your retirement As part of your retirement, Uh, Mm -hmm. most people don't. That's not a hobby of theirs. It's not something they want to be doing. And then the second piece of that that I would say uh, that's a little more of a kind of just a a concept. I think it's really important is to remember um, that investing. A lot of people think investing success is getting the best rate of return on your money, but that's actually not true. Investing success is measured by if you accomplish your goals, and that's what's really important. And again. I have rarely met anyone whose number one goal with their money is to get rich. The primary goal is to actually be able to use your money to generate income to Enjoy the retirement you've always wanted to have and to make sure that you don't die poor. Mm -hmm. Those are the things that most people are looking for. If those are the things that matter to you, then you could tremendously benefit from working with or hiring a retirement planner. And if you don't have one, that's the reason we offer our five-step review at absolutely no cost and no obligation. That covers your income plan, your taxes, your investments, your estate and healthcare plans. And that gives you a chance to see where you stand and if you will be able to retire and do the things you've always wanted to do. See if you're on track. To get started, just call us at 803-9-RETIRE. There's absolutely no cost and no obligation for listeners of the show. All you have to do to get started is call 803-9-RETIRE.
1: You're listening to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us.
2: Hi, this is John Farley, For the past 12 years, you've seen me on TV. But before becoming a meteorologist, my first degree was actually in finance. My parents, like a lot of people, didn't know much about the financial world. As a result, they got exploited by some not-so-honest folks. That's why finance has always been a passion of mine. And for the last six years, I've been working with a team at Preservation Specialists to help people just like you plan for your retirement. What I love about Preservation Specialists is that we are locally owned and fiercely independent. That means we simply work for you. If that's what you want in a financial advisor, then give us a call now at 803-9-RETIRE. That's 803-9-RETIRE. Don't make the same mistakes my parents did. Work with an advisor who can help get you to and through retirement successfully. 803-9-RETIRE
3: firm offers insurance services, investment advisory services offered through Kalos Capital Inc. To schedule
2: a visit for your own customized five-step retirement review, call right now, 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE.
1: Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak. Happy to be here with Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. As we get back into it, if you hear something you'd like to get some answers on, 8039Retire is the number to call. That's 803-9RETIRE. Going to be talking a little bit right now about planning for the worst, really, when it comes to health care costs, long-term care. Every year, more than a half million Americans file for bankruptcy due to medical bills. You think about a healthcare care emergency, a catastrophic illness, or an accident, it can knock you off your feet, both physically and financially.
0: Yeah, and this is one of those things, Jen, um that we, you know, you study for financial planning and you learn about, you know, how important an emergency reserve is, but it's not until you kind of live real life where you realize just how true that is, you know. Mm-hmm. And there's so many areas that we can have financial difficulties, but certainly uh healthcare is one of those. And, you know, the reality is that we can't prevent bad things from happening, but we can plan for the worst um so that whenever there is an accident or emergency, you and your loved ones can focus on the important things, which is, you know, making your health better and not worrying about the finances.
1: And this is one of those things I can speak from personal experience, Pat. I remember when uh, my mom was really struggling in her battle with cancer and they had so much going on. And I remember my dad telling me, he was so thankful that they didn't have to worry about money on top of everything else. There were so many other things, so mm. many appointments, so many medications to keep track of and, and so much this and that. And he just said, I can't imagine worrying about money on top of all of this. So it's something that I experienced personally with my family, knowing the benefit of good financial planning and being prepared for when the worst happens. And Pat, when when you look at the numbers here... Fidelity estimates the average sixty-five-year-old couple retiring today can expect to spend about three hundred thousand dollars on healthcare costs, and that number is for a healthy couple that doesn't even Mm. include long-term care. Right. So these are big numbers. How do we keep an illness or an accident from financially ruining us?
0: Well, my standard answer there, Jen, of course, is to have a plan. You know, that's that's what we do. But you know, the healthcare area, I always kind of put it in three different areas. There is. Will you have any kind of need for health insurance, which for most people would be if you're retiring before 65 and you have access to Medicare? Do you understand how Medicare works? what that's going to cover in retirement. And then the third area is long-term care, you know, if you need nursing care in retirement. And there's not a one-size-fits-all for any of that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So we just want to make sure we are helping. Uh, we call it a custom-built retirement plan because your needs are going to be very different from a lot of our other clients. So we can educate with the same information, but how it affects you can be very different. And and just like you mentioned, with that you were just mentioning a few minutes ago, Jen, the last time I had a, a lengthy conversation with a client a couple of days ago, it was too significant significant. significant expenses that they had. Mm -hmm. They're uh, a retired couple we've worked with for a number of years. They're actually in great health, but their son is having a significant health issue and does not have health insurance right now. And actually their dog uh, has to have some serious surgery. And literally we went through, and so this brings to mind a fourth topic, which is just having your nest egg invested properly. They explained everything to me and I said, we have everything set up so that we have access to money. There's different places to go. We don't have to worry about tax issues. We don't have to worry about, you know, selling anything when it's down or like that, we're in great shape. And they just looked at me and they said, exactly like you were just saying, they said, thank you so much. We just want to be able to focus on what's going on with our dog uh, and our son. And we don't want to have to worry about the financial part. And we appreciate that you can handle that. And that's what the plan is all about, right? The plan's not about the plan. The plan is about you know letting you focus on the things that really matter to you in life.
1: Right. And when you think about, for retirees specifically, Pat, you know, you have Medicare when you turn 65, so we have that, but we have to recognize also, as far as that being an option to help you deal with some of these expenses, it doesn't cover everything, so we don't want to just assume hey, I'll have extra money to take care of things. Like you talked about these people who it was their son and their their pet and some other things. Mm -hmm. You can't just assume everything's going to be covered for you. So you'll have extra money for those other things. Let's talk about what's not covered that you're still going to have to deal with even once you get on Medicare.
0: Yeah, basic Medicare will cover a tremendous amount of things. Like you could have, you know, open heart surgery. And a lot of things be covered. People will rave about that. Uh, But there are things, you know, like dental work, for example, that don't really fall under Medicare. And so it's just kind of learning about what those things are. Uh, Hearing aids is another example that comes up quite a bit. Uh, The biggest one, of course, is nursing home care. And that's, that is, nursing care is so complicated that that one, you know, it's easy to get misinformation. It's easy to Google, you know, does Medicare cover nursing care? And you might be misled by the answer, even if it's unintentional. There's, you know, skilled nursing care, which is actually performed by nurses, but the vast majority of nursing care is unskilled, which means it's by a caregiver. Um, and so, you know, the differences there are really, really important. And the bottom line is you should ex- assume Medicare, and if you have a supplement, is going to could help a tremendous amount with hospital and doctor care, but you need a completely separate plan for nursing care. And that's an area that can be complex as well. And so that's one of the areas that we really focus on with our clients when we're kind of building out their plan. And by the way, uh, we are not a one-size-fits-all type of a company, so that doesn't mean everyone should have long-term care insurance or shouldn't have long-term care insurance. It's about figuring out what's important to you and helping you create the custom-built plan for you. And if you're not sure what your plan is or what you're going to do, that's a great time to give us a call at 803-9-RETIRE. There's absolutely no commitment on your end. There's no cost to get started with our five-step retirement review, which really just looks at where you're at and where you're going and helps you see if you're on track and if you need a comprehensive plan. To get started, all you have to do is call 803-9-RETIRE.
1: Talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. And as we talk a little bit about things like healthcare costs in retirement, Pat, what would you say most people overlook when they're thinking about that or trying to budget that out for their healthcare costs?
0: You know, Jen, I think a couple of things come to my mind. One is that it's just hard to know what those costs are going to be. Um, so a lot of times people aren't, just, they just don't kind of even think about it at all because it's not fun to. And then the second one is long-term care. We don't really have people that overlook long-term care, but if they're not buying practically buying insurance, then it's a little bit of that kind of ostrich putting their head in the ground and just saying, I'm just not even going to think about it. And so those are the kinds of things where the plan can be valuable. And we've had a lot of people say that. They might say, hey, when I came in, what I really wanted to do is I wanted to talk about my investments and how they're going to support my income. But these other areas that I didn't think would be valuable, actually now now that I know what the plan is and what would happen, and it actually gives me more peace of mind than I realized. So I think that's one of those areas of planning that can kind of sneak up on you, if that makes sense, Jen. That you mm-hmm. know, it's nice, it's more valuable once you have the plan than you ever realized beforehand.
1: Talk a little bit also, Pat. Talk about that transition that happens because we're going to go from saving for retirement to then having to think about things like healthcare costs. In a different way than what we did during our working years, right? Talk about that transition that happens when we go from saving for retirement to protecting our savings from things like higher health care costs in the future.
0: Yeah, this is one of those areas where when people figure someone can be a one-size-fits-all financial planner, um, that's when we like to make the example of how different doctors have different specialties. You know, you wouldn't have foot pain and go to a cardiologist. It just doesn't just doesn't make sense. And so, you know, someone investing and they're thirty years old and looking for growth for retirement, it's a night and day difference from someone who's retired. And the reason is because someone who's younger they have many years left to continue to earn money. Whereas someone who's retired, you're probably not planning on never working again, and now you have these other risks. You know, you probably don't have to worry about losing your life savings when you're 30 if you have, a, if you have a, an illness. But when you're in retirement, let's say you're married, and let's say one of you has long-term care for many years, and that can absolutely cripple you financially and your spouse. Those are those life-changing things that we think it's, it's just really important to understand that it's a, it's a whole different ballgame and needs to be planned for
1: differently. It is a whole different ballgame, and, and it is a big thing that we have to think about here with healthcare costs. Every year, more than a half million Americans file for bankruptcy due to their medical bills. You think about a healthcare emergency or catastrophic illness or accident, it can knock you off your feet both physically and financially.
0: That's right, Jan. Um, imagine how fast your life savings could shrink if you don't have a strategy in place to help protect your money and your family, from financial threats like skyrocketing healthcare costs. It's not gonna get cheaper in the future either. Nobody's saying the cost of medicine or surgery is gonna go down in the next 20 years. It's just gonna keep going up. Medicare will be there for you, but the reality is it doesn't cover everything. Out-of-pocket healthcare costs can still add up to hundreds of thousands of dollars over your retirement. That's why our comprehensive plans help you create a strategy to protect your retirement income from the risks of healthcare costs, learn about the options for healthcare coverage in retirement, as well as the options for long-term care coverage for you and your spouse if you have one. And find ways to pay for health care costs so you don't have to choose between taking that vacation or spoiling your grandkids and with paying your doctor bills. A major illness, car accident, things that can sink your ship in retirement. It's a reality you just have to face. Call us today to talk about some of the ways we can help you create a strategy to help protect your lifestyle, your livelihood, and your family from health care costs at 803-9-RETIRE. Once again, that's 803-9-RETIRE to get started with a no-cost, no-obligation review.
1: No one is promised tomorrow. That's why it's important for you to get a plan in place for your health care needs today. 803-9-RETIRE. Now, nearly 70% of retirees will need some type of long-term care. So it's not a sure thing. But chances are you or your spouse will need long-term or nursing home care of some sort. We'll talk about how you can plan for that coming up next.
4: You've heard Pat on radio. Now you can see him on television. Tune in Sunday mornings during the seven o'clock news on WIS-TV, Columbia's NBC Channel 10. Are you approaching retirement or perhaps just retired? Pat Struby and his team at Preservation Specialists can help make the transition easier with the five-step retirement review. This plan takes into consideration factors that can drain away your savings, such as inflation, healthcare costs, taxes, and much more. To get started on your five-step retirement review, call right now, 803-9-RETIRE, or check them out online at retirewithpat.com. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Capital, Inc. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Pat's new book, The Retirement Secret, is now available. It's a companion to his first book, Save Your Retirement. Order yours right now at Amazon.com.
1: Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak. Happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. Here's a fact that we all need to be familiar with. Nearly 70% of retirees will need some type of long-term care. That comes from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. So not a sure thing. But chances are you or your spouse will need long-term or nursing care of some sort, and the costs vary by location quite a bit, I know, but the median cost of a private room in a nursing home is over $100,000. This is a lot, Pat. People need to realize long-term care isn't cheap, and it is not covered by Medicare.
0: Yeah, that's a crazy number, and I know it kind of makes me feel old because I started 24 years ago. And uh the number was big 24 years ago, but it was not anywhere close to that, That's you know. Right. So um, it just goes to show you, you know, the the, the increasing costs of healthcare. And, uh, yeah, this is one of those areas that most of the people that come in to see us, they understand that it's a risk. They just don't – they haven't really looked into it in, in any significant degree. And so there – it kind of leaves this, like – nagging, kind of gnawing at you kind of like, Hey, I've got this hole in my plan, but I'm not really sure what I need to do about it. And so it's one of those areas that, you know, none of us like to talk about, but it's kind of nice, you know, once you have a plan, regardless of what that is, it's kind of nice when it's done because it still needs to be reviewed periodically, but it, it gives you that comfort level of knowing like, okay, we know if, if God forbid that happens, we know what our plan would be. There's comfort in that.
1: So let's talk about what the solution is, Pat, because for years, it was a standalone long term care policy that seemed to be the main way, really the only way to address these types of costs. Talk about some of the options for today's retirees, though.
0: Well, so yeah, we don't really go into this in, in great detail very often, Jen, because it, it can be quite complicated. Sure. But we've actually created a guide for that we give to all of our new clients. And I, I think there's uh, like six different options in there because it's really gotten, it has gotten complicated. And the, the funny thing about a standalone long-term care policy, Jen, is that was like the new kid on the block uh, in the insurance world when I started in, you know, 96, 97. And uh, so everyone was so excited about, oh, long-term care insurance is going to be the best new thing, you know. And um, right. boy, that is not the case anymore. Because most of the companies actually got out of the business. Um, And the reason for that was, you know, most consumers look at the policy and they think, my goodness, that's really expensive. What ended up happening is most of the companies had so many claims they had under, they had actually, the premiums were too low. So you have the, you know, the individual who thinks, the premium is too high, and the company thinks it's too low. And so it's kind of a messy situation. So um, the one thing I would note as a starting point is, um, if you're thinking about it, or if you already have a long-term care policy, the great thing about that is it's a very efficient way to protect from that risk. The biggest problem with that type of insurance is the way it is uh, regulated, which is if the company gets approval by the state, to raise premiums. They can do that as frequently as once a year. And we have had clients that have had um, annual increases in this insurance when it was sold to them as a level premium. That's a really scary kind of risky thing to have, especially when you're on a fixed income in retirement. So that's the reason the industry has started looking at uh, alternative solutions, Jen, because we want to find ways uh, to avoid that. So two of the ones that we have seen people looking for more and more, uh, one is a kind of hybrid insurance, where uh, if you have long-term care benefits off of a life insurance policy, the nice thing about that is life insurance is regulated differently. And if the base of the policy is a life insurance policy, then that rate cannot be increased uh, in the same way. So that can be very beneficial. Now, obviously, the question is, do you need life insurance for any reason? And that goes into all other (laughs) topics that we can talk about. (laughs) You know, David McKnight is the best-selling author we've had on the show a couple of times, he talks about how Properly structured life insurance policies can actually generate some tax-free income for some people in retirement. So that's an interesting you know, way to you know accomplish two things with one account. Um, so that's what some people have done. One of the other things that's pretty interesting that's been created is, as pensions have gotten more and more rare, some of our clients like to take a little piece of their nest egg and set it aside in an annuity that's going to pay a guaranteed lifetime income. And one of the innovative things some of those annuity companies have done is they've said, if you... End up needing nursing care while you're taking the income, then the income could double uh, for a certain number of years. Hmm. Now that doubling probably wouldn't pay a hundred thousand dollars a year for you know nursing care, but our whole thing is usually most people don't want to spend an enormous amount of money to buy enough insurance to pay the whole thing. What most people want to do is, how do I protect my family so it's not a catastrophic cost? And so you know that's a little more detail than we normally go into because I know it's hard to convey here you know in a conversation, but I do want to mention there are you know a handful of different solutions. And if you have not done anything because you're just not sure what to do, talking to a planner, a comprehensive planner like us, can help you kind of look at the pros and cons and make an educated decision of what's best for you.
1: When could be the ideal time to start preparing for this and and thinking about long-term care and potentially getting some plans in place?
0: Yeah, I think that for most people, Jen, I would say in the, you know, let's say the, the 10 years prior to retirement would be ideal. I know that's a very broad Timeframe, but you know, if you're well into retirement, you know certainly some of these options are not really viable anymore, right? So, because uh, you want to have it set up and ready to go, and of course the premiums might be cost prohibitive by the time you're looking at it, in your late 60s or your 70s. And of course, you know, someone in their 20s and 30s to actually have a plan now, the tools that are available when you're by the time you're in your mid 50s, <laughs> may, may be totally sure, different, right, you know. Right. So that would be my my thinking is if you're within 10 years of your ideal retirement age. And if you're just not sure, you know, what you would do if you or if you're married, if your spouse needed long term care, that's a great time to be thinking about talking to someone like the planners from our office. That's part of our five step retirement review. One of the five areas is your health care plan. What we do is we kind of look at where you're at right now, we look at your goals, and then we see if you've got everything on track or if there's holes in the plan. And that, this is a perfect example of that. If you don't have a plan for long term care, then as part of that free review, we can help you look at what those various options are uh, and help you kind of. Those are the initial steps towards what we ultimately call for our active clients, a custom-built retirement plan, so you have a plan in each of those five areas. If that's the type of thing that would be of value to you, give us a call right now at 803-9-RETIRE. Our five-step retirement review is no cost and no obligation. All you do to get started is call us now at 803-9-RETIRE.
1: Talking today with Pat Strube. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. I'm Jen Rezac. Alongside that number is 803-9-RETIRE. Or real quickly, if you just want to hear the numbers as you're punching it into your phone, 803-973-8473 is that number. Pat, as we talk a little bit about what we need to think about for long-term care for couples now, if one spouse needs long-term care, What do we do to help make sure the surviving spouse will still have enough money to get by? I mean, that that can be really challenging when you're spending so much on long-term care.
0: Yeah, you know, Jen, I think this is one of those things that's just hard for us to all admit to because it sounds like so depressing, right? Mm, I mean, for a lot of us, you know, a lot of our clients... We can talk rationally about what happens if we pass away or predecease my spouse, but I think a lot of times when we're thinking of long-term care, we're thinking of, well, let's say my spouse has already passed, and now I'm dealing with this. But when you have one spouse – it's very sad to think of one spouse needing comprehensive long-term care, and then the other spouse kind of healthy and dealing with it. Like it's just – It's just a sad situation, right? Mm -hmm. So we do need to acknowledge that that's a reality. And what's tricky about this is, what's important about it is it brings in a lot of different areas of your planning. Of course, it deals with your health care plan, it deals with your insurance, but it also deals with your income plan. Because we always say is if you're a married couple, we want to make sure your income lasts as long as you do. But we also need to have contingency plans if your spouse gets sick or if your spouse passes away. And so this is exactly falling into that area. We have to understand what's going to happen if one of you needs nursing care. The main thing for most people is they want to make sure that the person that needs care is not getting substandard care. And secondly, and equally, they want to make sure that it's not making a massive lifestyle change for the healthy spouse. I mean, the last thing you want is to have someone needing nursing care and forcing your healthy spouse to have to sell the house and, you know, downsize or rent an apartment or something, right? So these are the ty- exactly the types of things we want to make sure that you have peace of mind that you you know that's not going to happen. And then all that comes down to is having a plan for each of these areas.
1: And for single people, Pat, obviously we want to talk about how couples can deal with this, but for single people, what do they need to think about? Because if it is just you and you are incapacitated and unable to make decisions on your own, something has to be put in place to help you deal with that. So what do single people need to think about when it's all on that one person?
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right, Jen. I think certainly having a plan in place, if that's insurance or you know, an annuity that'll help cover the bills, that's important. I think it's an important area to think about. If you have a planner, uh, you know, or a trusted advisor that you can go to to help, you know, facilitate some of that. And then the third piece is where that ties in some of the legal aspects. And of course, we're not attorneys, but we work with attorneys. You know, the healthcare power of attorney is going to be the type of thing that's going to be important because that's going to give you the opportunity. Maybe you have an adult child that you would want to list as your primary person to take over. Or maybe you have a, a sibling or a family friend or something like that. Um, that can get, make sure you have someone notified who can actually help you put things in place, even if you're not, if you're incapacitated, unable to sign for yourself.
1: So back to that stat that I shared at the beginning of the segment, nearly 70% of retirees are going to need some type of long-term care, according to the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. It's not a sure thing, but chances are you or your spouse will need long-term care or nursing care of some sort.
0: Yeah, and the unfortunate thing, Jen, is that we can't prevent bad things from happening, but we can plan for the worst. So if there is an accident or terminal medical diagnosis, we have a financial strategy in place to deal with it. And even though we've been focusing on some scary scenarios, you might end up living a long, healthy life but just get to the point where you can't really live on your own anymore. That's gonna cost money as well. The costs vary quite a bit by location, but the average cost of a private home and a nursing home is over $100,000. And I can tell you in 10 or 20 years, that number is only going to increase. So what we wanna do is help you create a strategy to help protect your retirement income from the risks of increasing healthcare costs, learn about the options for healthcare coverage in retirement, as well as the options for long-term care coverage for you and your spouse if you have one and find ways to pay for healthcare and long-term care costs so you don't have to choose between taking that vacation or spoiling your grandkids and paying your doctor bills. A major illness, a car accident, These types of things can sink your ship in retirement. It's a reality we just have to face. Call us today to talk about some of the ways we can help you create a financial strategy to help you protect your lifestyle, your livelihood, and your family from healthcare costs at 803-9-RETIRE. That's to take advantage of our no-cost, no-obligation, five-step retirement review. To get started, just call 803-9-RETIRE
1: no one is promised tomorrow. That's why it's important for you to get a plan in place for your health care needs today. That's why we talk about this so much on this show. That number again, 803-9-RETIRE. We have more coming up on Save Your Retirement, but now it's time for today's Medicare Minute with author and Medicare expert, Tim Hanbury.
3: People get confused about the home health care benefit under Medicare. Medicare does cover home health care. However, Medicare will only cover part-time or intermittent skilled nursing care. This means you may be able to get a home health aid and skilled nursing services provided if it's less than 8 hours a day and fewer than 28 hours each week. Other covered services at home include physical, occupational, and speech therapy services, medical supplies, and durable medical equipment. All services will be coordinated by a Medicare-certified home health agency that services your area. If you have an Advantage plan, they may require you work with an agency they contract with. Most times, people call me looking for solutions for services that Medicare considers custodial and are not covered. Things like help with bathing, dressing, walking, using a bathroom, or preparing meals. There are short-term home health care insurance plans that can help offset the cost of custodial care and are reasonable in cost. While these plans can be helpful, they are not a substitute for long-term care planning. Please make sure this is part of the discussion with your financial planner.
1: Visit Tim's website, MedicareBlueprint.com, to download a free copy of his book. Or if you would like to talk with Tim, call 803-9-RETIRE to schedule a consultation.
2: You can schedule a free 15-minute phone consultation with the team at Preservation Specialists right now. Call 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE.
1: Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Strubey. I am Jen Rizak. happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and he's a little bit nervous right now because we're getting ready to put <laughs> Pat to the test with a round of retirement trivia. And, Pat, our topic for this week is Medicare. What do oh you
0: boy! Take? Okay.
1: <laughs> I know. So,
0: so a lot of years of doing the show together, and we've never done this before. So, um, I'm trusting you here, Jen. I know. You know, it's a little I scary. I know.
1: I know. And and Medicare is a, a scary topic. It is a big one for a lot of people. Uh, But we're going to learn some fun facts about Medicare here today. And uh, maybe you'll learn something too, Pat. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. It's difficult
0: to imagine, but let's find out. I
1: know. (laughs) All right. Here we go. We're going to start with some history of the Medicare program. Medicare, Pat, and here's how this works. I will ask you the question. It is multiple choice. I will give you four answers, and you will need to choose one. Don't try to be tricky. Don't try to choose two, three. (laughs) You just choose one, okay. okay? All right.
0: You sound like such a teacher right now. I
1: know. I'm in teacher mode, but okay. this is how it has to be. Okay. Medicare started under which U.S. president, Pat? Is it A, Harry S. Truman, B, Lyndon B. Johnson, C, John F. Kennedy, or D, Abraham Lincoln?
0: Wow. Okay. So, first of all, I'm very disappointed that you didn't have, like... George Washington on there, you know.
1: Or or made-up
0: people, you know, like Steve Jobs or something like that. (laughs) Yeah. So... I uh, believe it's definitely not Abraham Lincoln. No. And um, I actually think I might know this one, Jen. Okay. I'm, I'm going to go with Lyndon B. Johnson. And the reason I think I know that, uh, I was not alive then. I was, I was born <laughs> soon after that. But um, <laughs> uh, you did a lot of research for my books. And so I feel like that's when that happened.
1: That is your final answer, Lyndon
0: it's, B. Johnson? Unless you tell me it's wrong, then yes, final answer.
1: Yes. That's oh, right.
0: the adoring crowd cheering too. That's great.
1: I know. And you know what's funny? I almost accidentally hit the buzzer and that would have been really funny. But no, yeah, you got that's it right. Rude. You got oh, okay, it right. Okay. Let me give you a little bit more history. So Teddy okay. Roosevelt, he actually pushed for a health insurance platform when he ran for president in 1912, and then the idea picked up steam when Truman was president in the 40s john f kennedy wanted to do this also but it actually was signed into law after lyndon b johnson was president in 1965 so that's just all you need to know right there about the history of medicare in a, in a nutshell right there. that's
0: uh i can i quickly say i'm shocked that that actually came up in, in the early 1900s because i've yeah. actually read a little bit about like the healthcare system quote unquote at that time which uh was it was pretty wild wild west right <laughs> so, it's, so to think of having like insurance is kind of like just yeah mind-boggling Who to knew? me it went back yeah.
1: to teddy roosevelt yeah for sure all right uh pat more currently how many americans are covered by medicare wow. is it yeah is it a 45 million americans mm. is it b 59 million c 61 million or d 63 million Americans covered by Medicare. Which one is it?
0: Okay, so I definitely have no clue what they're. Right
1: I know is I didn't do one. that thing where I was like, is it seven? Is it 800 billion? Yeah, yeah. All close. yeah.
0: So I feel like I this is terrible. I don't even know how many people are in America. I'm imagining <laughs> like between three and 400 million. So all of those numbers seem completely plausible to me. Yeah. Because we are doing the subject of Medicare, I am just going to go out on a limb and guess. The largest number, so I'm going to go with D, all 63 right. million. So I think, you
1: are is. going with 63 million. Are yes. you going to Pat lock that in as your final answer?
0: Can I call a friend? You on cannot. This no, okay.
1: sorry. Sorry. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, here. I'm going to make that
0: my final answer then, since I don't really have interest. Was that right?
1: You got it. You should. Sure oh did. wow,
0: that one was that was lucky.
1: 63.1 million Americans wow. had Medicare coverage as of 2021. So. Yeah, there you go. That's a lot
0: of people. It's
1: a lot of people on it, yeah. Um, Okay, so I know I made a whole big deal about multiple choice, A, B, C, or D. This one is just a yes or no. Okay. Okay. I like my odds. Okay, so yeah, (laughs) 50-50 on this one. Uh, This gets into Medicare terms a little bit, because this is where things can get a little bit tricky, Pat. Are Medicare supplements and Medigap different? Yes or no?
0: (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of choices there, yes or no. I feel like that's a trick question because it probably depends on your definition (laughs) of the gap. Uh, I am going to say it is the same because, to me, the Medicare supplement is intended to help you with the gap. Okay. So I'm going to say yes.
1: So they are the same thing? Yes. You were saying they are the same. Okay. Yes. Um, I'm going to give you the bell. Oh, my goodness. Because because the question was, are they different? And you said yes, and you meant no, they're different. Yes, they're the same. So Uh, I'm I'm going to (laughs) – that was on me and you both. We messed up the wording. You got that it right. That was generous of you. I appreciate that. They're the that. same well, thing. Yeah. I
0: was thinking of the actual subject matter, not act, the literal question. I know. Questions, I know. So it was. I, it I was apologize a lot. For that.
1: It was a lot. No, that Med- <laughs> and Medigap are the same. Original Medicare is the same thing as Medicare Parts A and B, and then Medicare Advantage is the same thing as Medicare Part C. So, because you know. Oh, I
0: wouldn't have gotten that one. I didn't. I've never heard that before.
1: Too many things here. Yeah. Um, no wonder people need help with this stuff. <laughs> Well, stuff, it right? wouldn't be
0: any fun if it was finance and it was just straightforward and it had one name. Like you got to make up a bunch of different right. names so exactly. that you're as confused as possible. Not to mention something you don't even have to think about until you're 65. <laughs> right. And now all of a sudden you have to deal with it the rest of your life. And,
1: and you're getting postcards about it every five minutes. Uh, exactly. Correct. Um, all right. Uh, I think you'll be. I think you'll be able to do all right on this one, Pat. You. You you've gotten them all right so far, right? You're
0: 100%. 100%. It's you know, like all most right. areas of my life, you know. Oh, in it.
1: Ace it all the way. <laughs> all right. Um, I think you'll get this one. I think this will be okay. Um, okay. which part of Medicare covers prescriptions? Is it A, Part A? Is it, you know, I'm just going to say the parts. I don't need to say B, Part B. Part A, Part B. Part C or Part D, which part of Medicare covers prescriptions?
0: Okay. So I think Part A is kind of like, oh, no, I don't want to get this backwards. <laughs> I feel like A is like hospitals and B yes. is doctors. Yes. I did not know C was uh, Medicare Advantage, so you taught me that one. Uh-huh. And so I'm going to go with D. I'm pretty sure it's D.
1: That is your final answer. You're going to go with final- Part D. Okay. Yeah. got it. Man. You got it. I just heard the
0: laser for the first time too. That's awesome. <laughs> it's
1: pretty awesome. What if Pat see now if I worked for Medicare or the government, how I would have laid out that question is which part of Medicare covers prescriptions? Is it A, part D? Is it B, part C? <laughs> like that's how that's how you know I don't work for the federal government. Yes. Just laid it straight out, right? <laughs> Bless you, Jen. Bless you.
0: That would have been so oh, cool.
1: We would have been here for seven minutes trying to figure out who who's on first. Wait, what? All right. Uh, next question. What year will the hospital insurance trust fund for Medicare, is it expected to run out of money? We hear a hmm. lot about Social Security trust fund, Medicare trust fund. When is it expected to run out of money for Medicare? A, 2026. B, 2033. C, 2042, or D, not until 2055.
0: Okay. This one's tough. I was going to say, I figured I'd get my sound here. Okay, so my thinking sound. So um, I know uh, we do a lot of research. We study a lot on our debt as a country. And Mm -hmm. so Social Security is always in the news more. But I do know that Medicare is actually a bigger financial problem for the country. And I also know it's been getting worse and worse. And because of... COVID, things got worse faster. So I'm going to actually say the first one, which was, I think, it was 2026.
1: Okay. Are you locking that in for your final answer?
0: I'm going to lock it.
1: You got it. <laughs> five for five. That's right. Is it expected to run out of money in 2026? A couple other facts here Medicare spent $925.8 billion in the year 2020. And their expenditures exceeded their income by $60 million. Wow. Just a couple and of things about the spending. By,
0: by the way, Jen, 2026, not that far away.
1: Nope, not that far away. Yeah. Not that far away at all. Um, let's do this. You want to do a bonus round? You want some extra credit? Let's see if I you mean, can do six.
0: I mean 100% that is pretty good I get but I, I can see if I can do better Why I suppose. I do
1: better than 100%. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, one more multiple choice question for you Pat on Medicare today. Who were the first two Medicare beneficiaries? Was it A, Lyndon and Lady Bird Johnson? B, Harry and Bess Truman? C, Walt and Lillian Disney? Or D, Bernie and Jane Sanders? <laughs> <laughs> Thank
0: you for finally giving me one where it's, like, automatically... Well, it seems awfully self-serving if it would be Lyndon Johnson. That doesn't make any It'd sense It would be to
1: handy me. if you signed it yeah. and you got to take it, but... So who was right. the
0: other president? Was it uh, Truman? Truman.
1: Harry and Best Truman or the Disneys, which, I mean, I don't know. They're like American royalty. Why wouldn't I, they get I it?
0: Couldn't, I couldn't possibly this is 100% guess I'm just gonna say the Trumans you're gonna go with the Trumans
1: right. is that you're eliminating Bernie Sanders just like that I'm eliminating
0: Bernie Uh, I don't know if he was 65 plus at that point I'm not gonna (laughs) not gonna comment (laughs) on that Uh, Walt Disney that would be really cool that also seems yeah just seems kind of odd but you're going to the
1: Trumans you got it Six for six, Pat, is what you did.
0: You're you're learning why I'm a good test taker. You are right.
1: You are a very good test taker. But I think <laughs> some of these questions show just how complicated this stuff is and why it pays probably, Pat, to call somebody, get some help, especially when we're talking about things like our Medicare decisions. And before we run out of time today, you were a champ here with our trivia today, but tell us how you handle this with folks who are having Medicare questions when you're working with them on their retirements.
0: Yeah, a couple of things that I would mention, Jen. One is we talk about you know five areas of retirement planning being really important to have a comprehensive, a complete plan. Obviously, we all want to know where our income is going to come from. That's kind of a no-brainer. Almost everyone wants to know, how is that going to be taxed? How do I keep my taxes down? Um, most of us have can't just live on Social Security, so we need some type of nest eggs. So we need an investment plan usually a good idea to have an estate plan so that if you have children, they're protected. If you're married, your spouse is protected. The fifth area is your health care plan. So for most people, that involves health insurance, Medicare, Medicare supplements, long-term care, all of those things. So that's part of the plan. Having said that, we learned years ago Medicare is just too complicated for us to try and figure it out ourselves. So we were so fortunate a while back to meet. local expert, Tim Hanbury, and he does a Medicare Minute for us sometimes. Mm -hmm. And uh, he has just been a fabulous resource, Jen. Uh, He knows it inside and out. He has saved clients tremendous amounts of money in the past. And so we highly recommend him as our kind of go-to local expert for all Medicare questions. And like I said, Jen, so that's just one part of one of the five areas of retirement planning. And we just find that Medicare is just one of those many examples where people have lots of questions. And I know a lot of clients have said to us, after they start working with us, you know, I just wish I would have done this sooner. And the reason they say that is because it's just complicated. And most people are interested in having someone help them with it, even taking responsibility for parts of it to make sure that you've got things in order and also giving you that peace of mind that you have a plan. So if you have a plan, you're not sure if it's up to date, or if you don't have a plan, take advantage of an opportunity to talk with one of our retirement planners. Call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. For our show listeners, we offer that review. We call it our five-step retirement review, and we do that at absolutely no cost and no obligation. All you have to do to get started is just call us now at 803-9-RETIRE.
1: You've been listening to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Remember that number, 803-9-RETIRE. That's all the time we have for this week, but be sure to tune in next week for more insights from Pat. We'll talk to you then.
4: Preservation Specialist is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of tools. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income are never referring to securities or investment products. Preservation Specialist is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. Preservation Specialist is not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Securities offered through Kalos Capital Inc. Investment Advisory Services offered through Kalos Management Inc., both at 11525 Parkwood Circle, Alpharetta, Georgia 30005. Preservation Specialist is not an affiliate or a subsidiary of Kalos Capital Inc. or Kalos Management Inc.